Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. I spent most of my life trying to do everything in the right order. You know, the things I was told would give me this great life, but it turned out not feeling so great. College, job, marriage, kids, I crushed that checklist. I made it to the point where there was nothing left to cross off, and I was stressed, living paycheck to paycheck, unfulfilled, tired, and I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. I wasted some time feeling like something was wrong with me for wanting more, but that changed when I changed my circle. I surrounded myself with people who were proof there was more to life than the one I was living, and that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Do you need the inspiration to make big moves, to create a life that gets you excited? Are you ready to elevate yourself past your fears? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. So this is going to be a totally unscripted episode. I'm going to keep it fairly short. I am actually recording this episode about a week and a half before you will even listen to it. I will be heading to Punta Cana on Monday, October the 11th, and will not be returning until Saturday, October the 16th. And then on October the 17th, I have a work event in DC. Um, So I will be getting very little sleep overnight there. And I just won't have another chance to record this podcast and publish it for you guys. um, So that it will be out and available on Monday, October 18th. So here I am. So what am I going to talk about totally off script? I have decided to talk about how we measure our success. What does success look like for you? So the past couple months were really hard in the health and fitness industry because people became very overwhelmed once, you know, kids started going back to school and there was all these different opinions on social media about what's going on in the world. And there's a lot of arguing and just a lot of heavy. And the thought of taking on, taking care of yourself at a time like that was overwhelming for a lot of people. And I've said that before. I totally get it. And I can tell you that I felt the hit in my business. And my initial instinct was to criticize myself. Like, what am I doing wrong? what can I do better? When in reality, I was progressing myself every day. I was still showing up through all of that. You know, we're all still showing up. Look at your life this past year and a half and how many things that you've had to adjust to. We've all adjusted to a new normal in some way, shape or form. And I don't think we take enough time to just be proud of ourselves because I don't think that we measure success like we should. We don't have happiness as a key component to success, right? It's all about how much money are you making? What's your title at your job? How great are your benefits? Did you crush that to-do list today? Are you like being super mom and you're like, driving your kids to all these different sports and you're packing these amazing Pinterest worthy lunches for your kids. And 
When do we stop and say, how do you feel today? You know, that woman on social media that seems like she's got her shit all figured out. How does she feel? Has anyone asked her? Or is she trying to live up this image of what success looks like in her mind or how she can create this image of success on social media of having everything all figured out today is mental health awareness day and in honor of that day i want to draw the line for me and i hope that you guys will do it too the next time you call someone else successful The next time you determine in your mind whether you're successful or not, whether you just had a successful day or not, ask yourself if you are happy. Because if you're not happy, but you crossed off everything on your to-do list, I'm not buying that you're successful. I was working in a corporate job since I was 17 years old. Working that nine to five all the way up until I left my job last year. So I think that that is about, actually that is 17 years that I worked a nine to five. From 17, and I got my bachelor's and my master's in that time period, gave birth to two boys, got a divorce, started over, got remarried, crawling out of debt. I was in this job that I thought would bring happiness to me because I thought once I have a position like that, that's what success looks like, right? That's what we're told growing up. Like once you get like that corner office and you got that cool title, like you're like director and you've crushed your your bachelor's and your master's degree and you've got these amazing government benefits, like that's what success looks like. That's amazing. I got there and I'm like, Why the freak am I so miserable? Why am I not happy? And initially I start to think like, what is wrong with me? Because this is supposed to be like the American dream. I did everything they said to do and I'm here and I'm freaking miserable. And what made it harder is, first of all, success looks different for all of us. And that's why I'm saying, What matters is, are you happy? I'm not telling you what success looks like. I'm asking you to make happiness a component of your definition of success. So what made it harder for me going through that is that my husband's definition of success is very, very different from mine. And so is a lot of the older generation of people that I was working with and that leave comments on my social media when I first made this move. Oh, only a foolish person, you know, would leave all those benefits. Oh, it must be nice. As if I was just prancing away from that comfy paycheck. It's not like I had two boys with mouths to feed and half the household expenses to cover, right? And debt I was still crawling out of for my first marriage. Nobody cared that I was freaking unhappy, Nobody cared that I was miserable, that I was stressed, that I was crying on my way home from work, that I was listening to podcasts in the morning every day to get ready for my work day because it is the only way that I was going to get out of bed and go to that job again. 
Nobody cared. Nobody stopped and said, how are you feeling today? No, it was, oh, she's got a great job. Like, oh, she's, I almost said my title. She's this and this, uh, you know, she makes this. Oh, she's got these benefits. Oh, she's got these amazing retirement plan. This is why talking about mental health and depression is a stigma because it's almost shameful to have this appearance of this great life. Like everybody thinks your life's so great. Like you're married, you have two boys, you have this roof over your head. What more could you want? You have food on the table. When I was growing up, you know, those conversations, right? That you'll get from the older generation. And I'm not knocking you guys. I'm just saying it's a shift in mentality that we as a society need to make because we're not in a good place mentally as a society. And there's not enough support out there for people suffering through mental health issues. And that's why I always love to celebrate this day. We have to stop telling people to suck it up. Don't suck it up. Figure out what the hell is the problem and do something about it. And there's not only one way to be successful in life. So can we stop telling our kids that they have to do this, this, and that to be successful? Teach your kids to be happy. Responsible for themselves and for their actions, yes. And to be go-getters, yes. But teach them how to be happy, how to love themselves, how to be who they are. Because that's how they're going to find out what they're passionate about, what their special gift is, what their purpose is. When they stop trying to be like you and they start trying to be like themselves and then you celebrate that. Happiness doesn't look the same on everybody and success doesn't look the same on everybody. And I reached probably the highest point in my corporate career. I didn't reach the peak of the salary. It was capped. I did not get up there because my dreams are bigger than the cap on that salary. (laughs) But I reached the top, you know, and I was freaking miserable. And how many people just stay there? We got this one life We got this one life we were given and people just stay there because they have to have this perfect house and they have to have this perfect car and the the designer clothes and their kids have to be dressed to the nines, going to the private schools in three sports because that's what they think success looks like because that's what society has told them that success looks like and they have to have all those things right now. I'm tired of us putting it out there that you have to have your life figured out before you even go to college. You're supposed to have your major figured out at 17 years old. That just blows my mind. And then if you're lucky, you can go to a community college for two years and then you can figure it out when you're 19 or 20. I don't think I was much smarter those two years later. We got to experience life. I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm not saying don't get an education if that's what you want for your child. But what I'm saying is we have to stop rushing that like you're supposed to go to college, you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to get a job, you should be having kids in your 20s. And then we wonder why our divorce rate is through the roof and mental health is just out of control. And people are so miserable because we're trying to put everybody into this one little box. This is what success looks like. And then when you get there, why aren't you happy? And then our voices in our head are like, something's wrong with you. 
And you guys know I'm always coming at this podcast with you. You know, I'm in this with you. I'm saying all this because this was me up until probably 2019, like a year before I finally decided to leave my job, my corporate job. I thought the same thing. Like, I defined success by how much money somebody was making and what title they had and what their house looked like and what car they were driving. I did all those things. But thankfully, I got a grip because if I hadn't been able to take control of my own life and realize, you know what? Like, if this is what success looks like, If I'm supposed to want to do this for the next 30 years and then hopefully get to enjoy my life in my late 60s and not have any health issues that hold me back, I don't want it. You can keep your paycheck. You can keep your benefits. I don't want it. Because my life, my happiness is more important and you can't afford it. And damn, that's the kind of mentality I want to pass to my kids. There is no job, there is no college, there is no salary, there is no spouse that's going to bring you happiness if you are not happy with yourself, if you are not happy inside, and you freaking take all the time in the world, you need to figure that out, son. And I'll be here rooting for you every step of the way. Don't just assume people's lives are perfect. Can we start asking people how they're doing, how they're feeling? Because that matters because life is so short and it's too freaking short to spend a day miserable. And no, it doesn't mean that all my days are good now because I left that corporate job and now I'm doing this. It doesn't mean that. I have highs and lows all the time. But I am so much happier standing in my purpose, working for something that really makes me happy, feeling like I'm making an impact every day, feeling like my contributions are celebrated and appreciated, and I have attracted some amazing women in my life because of that, because I shifted my measurement for success. And I didn't care what anybody thought about that because no one checked on me back then and no one's going to check on me today. But guess what? I'm happier. And that's all that matters. And the thing about the way that we measure success, we tie our worthiness to that as well. So, for example, you're following this fitness program that says you were supposed to lose 10 pounds in 21 days and you've gained a pound in 21 days. And then you tell yourself, well, I've got my son's birthday party this weekend and I can't have a slice of his birthday cake. That is some bullshit. Why is your worthiness tied to the number on a scale? How about you celebrate that you just showed up for a 21-day program that you woke up every morning for those 21 days and you got your workout in? What about that? What about that woman should be celebrated. What about that woman compared to the woman she was prior to starting that challenge? Look how much farther along she is mentally, not on the damn scale. Look what you did for yourself. Look how you showed up for yourself. 
I don't care how many pounds you lost in 21 days. I'm proud of you for showing up for yourself for 21 freaking days. Do you know how many people don't do that? We have to stop tying our worthiness to this false measure of success that we have in our head. This false image of what success is supposed to look like. You could work out for 365 days this year, do the exact same workouts I'm doing every day this year. And on that 365th day, our bodies will not look the same. Celebrate your body. Celebrate the changes you've made mentally. That is what being successful looks like. Showing up for yourself. Not whether or not you've lost 50 pounds in those 365 days. I don't care. Are you happy? Are you stronger? Did you fight through some really hard shit to get through that year and continue to show up for yourself despite it all? Then celebrate, girlfriend. I'm going to be raw with you guys for a minute before I wrap this up. I definitely struggled, struggle with feeling that I'm worthy for things. And it more recently showed up and was kind of an aha moment for me when I was scrolling through my challenge group recently. I've got it packed full of women working through a 90 days of intentions challenge with me. And I see them all sharing their workouts and feeling so proud of themselves and encouraging one another and shouting me out to and thanking me for having them in there. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, and I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. My first thought was, if they knew me in person, would they even have said hello to me? Would they even have smiled passing by me? I don't come from a background of having a ton of girlfriends. And so when I see women virtually shouting me out and things like that, initially I'm like, would she actually like me in person? And then I was like, why do I do this to myself? Why am I thinking this to myself right now? And it's because I was tying my worthiness of having women that wanted to be a part of something I was doing that had women that were thanking me to having to be like the best coach in the company, having to have it all figured out, having to have the answers all the time, having, you know, the best challenge groups and just being this image of a perfect coach in my head. And I didn't, I don't feel like I'm there. Um, and I don't want to be right because perfect is too heavy a burden to carry. But I'm like, why do you like me? And that's a horrible thing to think, right? Like I didn't feel worthy because I'm not the top coach because my bank account doesn't reflect the work I'm putting into my business yet. When am I going to accept their thanks? When am I going to accept this community? When am I going to accept them as friends? When am I going to accept that they like me? When I am number one coach in Beachbody? When I've reached 10 star diamond? Is that when maybe I'll accept their friendship as genuine? I have to change that in my mind. And that's something that I'm actually working on these past couple weeks that, you know what? I'm pretty cool. And I'm worthy of their friendship. 
This is just a baby business for me, and I'm scrounging to figure this all out and working my ass off to make this succeed. I'm still successful. I'm successful because I did something really freaking scary. I stood up for myself, despite not having the belief of a lot of people in my life. I took a leap that a lot of people would never do, and I'm in here in the trenches building my very own business from home. During one of the toughest times in our society, by the way. But look at me, right? So yes, I'm worthy of their friendship. Yes, I'm pretty freaking cool. And that's how I attracted women like that into my life. I didn't have women like that in my life when I was in that corporate job. I had like two friends back then. And why is that? It's because I wasn't being myself and because I wasn't happy. And so I wasn't attracting good things into my life. And that's why it's so important to measure your success differently. So maybe even just put happiness at the very top because you are worthy of it. And know this, if it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to other people. All right, friends, I got to wrap up this episode. I'm going to go meet my mom for dinner and have some much needed quality time. So raise your glasses for a cheers, friends. Cheers to no longer measuring success by someone's car they have parked in the driveway, by someone's title, by someone's pay grade. Cheers to instead letting success be measured by the happiness in our hearts. Until next episode, friends. E.